Welcome to yet another episode of Journal of Knowledge. Unlike our previous episodes, this one is unique and enriching. We have included your ideas and thoughts in this episode. This episode is all about you. You are the panelists and you are the experts. So this topic, ease of doing business in Kerala, has been a debatable one in the state for a long period of time. And now it has come back to the arena as such with the recent issues between the state government and getex group in this episode we look into what are the issues regarding or what are the factors which affect ease of doing business in kerala and is a kerala is kerala a business friendly destination or is it a business unfriendly destination as such you will also look into case studies examples scenarios everything regarding this topic and this this podcast has been created from a recorded clip on our clubhouse page so to participate in our future discussions please do join our clubhouse page and follow us there for this episode i would like to thank our speakers abhishek joel kartik uday navneet noel hemant fatima and ranjit for their time and effort and also for consolidating the ideas for the audience at large i would also like to thank hisham denin and meera for continuing to be a lively audience on our clubhouse meeting i would also like to thank moderator ashwin channel despite his busy schedule has been there to moderate and connect the speakers as such on the platform we have also started our new initiative that is the journal of knowledge instagram page so please do check it out please do follow us there we have also started a new capsule initiative that will be out weekly so please do check that out and do share news and important events that's happening across a week with everyone you know because there are a lot of people who are not reading newspapers listening to news or are not aware of what's happening around us so this capsule will indeed help them understand news in a short and crisp manner and also please do let us know your thoughts your comments and feedback and summary in the uh, in the description of the podcast the summary of this podcast will be available in the description and also you can check out our previous episodes and follow us there please do follow us on all social media platforms and also do check out our podcast streaming please do follow us on our podcast streaming uh, please do follow us on our podcast streaming platforms and also ensure that you stay updated with our initiatives by joining our telegram group and other social media handles thank you
title as such so it's about ease of doing business how easy it is to start and continue with a business in our state so you can either speak about as a startup or as a existing industry or else you can also speak about the existing trade unions or politicians who are trying to destroy the atmosphere of what is a welcoming industries and of course you can compare it with other states in india as such or you can talk about other countries or else you can also speak about different schemes or whatever the government is doing we'll compare them and see if it is actually a, f- a state where you can actually do business freely or else we'll conclude that it's a state where you can't do business freely so that's the actual intention of the topic and if you have to give any other fact or any other suggestions or anything for the state to improve as such it's welcome hope uh, that's clear joel right right so jerem i got the expectation of the session you want to keep a discussion on it but as i mentioned let, give me some minutes to do some preliminary internet search i'll get some points but my interest was i know you're a moderator you should probably keep an unbiased view on this topic but i'm just curious jerem like what is your take on this that that's pretty much what i meant to ask before okay then i'll just start with my own view of the present scenario especially you can see the fight between the head of kitex and also between the state government the fight actually started from a complaint by the opposition leader that is vd sadeshin regarding the pollution and the disturbance created by the kitex factories in the panchayat as such so that was the trigger point and there were a lot of raids and checks which happened in the factory and as per the ceo as such he mentioned that there were 30 or more raids happening in his factory that too without any prior notice or without actually having a proper reasoning for the same and he said that um, they were witch hunting him especially the bureaucrats and different government officials so the local politicians how- he meant to say no not local politicians local government officials those working okay. in the government those government official so they were wishing him that to mainly associated with his political success as a 2020 political party and also for helping the ldf win lot of seats in their nakram district which usually is a congress stronghold and also we can see how the govern uh, he took up this complaint not with the government or any official body directly instead he chose to address the problem through media and it created a lot of ruckus so that's how we can see that this situation played out okay coming to my opinion or what do i see on this topic i think right jeram uh, in this regard i guess there's one thought i have i mean there's a general perception that maybe you know uh, being in like working in kerala versus working abroad right maybe people don't know what you do abroad but it's the name that comes that you know you're elsewhere so i guess when when you know this union and all this thing that happens right it's it's maybe out of the necessity that these groups have that they want to have you know their significance in this crowd they have that sensation is there right like how we kind of make jokes how people from bihar come to kerala people from kerala go to gulf and people from gulf do business with 
abroad and it's like this societal thought that's happening right so i kind of agree with the fact that you know communism it's kind of like china where if you're getting too successful the government gets jealous so um, yeah that situation is there but yeah i i don't know if something can do to improve it is it a societal perception so yeah that's pretty much my points yeah I think that's a great part you mentioned, especially regarding the hypocrisy of the people here. That is, you can work ab- uh, abroad or work outside Kerala, and o- and also at the same time you can bring cheap labor from northeastern states or from northern states to Kerala and employ them at a cheaper cost than also of course exploit them compared to the communism in Kerala, which stands for uh, labor rights, pro labor. giving them lot of giving them high wages so it's a hypocrisy of the people here and of course we need to address that so does anyone else want to kerala has improved a lot especially on the ease of doing business index which was uh, put out by niti ayog and also the perception has improved a lot we can see lot of industries propping up compared to 10 or 20 years back the government is doing a lot but i still believe that there is some hindrance especially when it is ldf governments which usually tend to be pro labor pro poor anti rich that phenomenon still exists and also we can't expect the government as such to pamper industrialists just like we see in our neighboring states like tamil nadu karnataka telangana or even gujarat especially under narendra modi so that pampering doesn't take place and we also won't see the way in which the telangana state government welcomed kitex to its uh, to invest in the state assets so that grand welcome or what to say that pampering of industrialists especially for getting lot of investment to uh, creating job opportunities or bringing revenue to the state assets won't exist in kerala because when the government wants to play politics with industry as such because it wants the industry to be controlled by the government mostly and also doesn't want to show to its people or its voters mainly that it's a pro business or a pro corporate government or a pro corporate political party as such so that's how both politics and also how the situation as such is playing out right now and also from our childhood we can see how being rich or being a businessman has always been looked upon like something negative we tend to actually see rich people like corrupt of uh, corrupt people they haven't struggled anything in the past they don't want to see the suffering of poor people or even we can see how they have been flouting different laws they have been evading tax that's the perception and it's more in kerala that's also the reason for the rise of left economics in the state and also compared to the rest of the country even the government can't do anything much regarding that because uh, the pol- uh, the people as such are quite educated they are pro labor they don't want any industry standing behind in their background or near the residential area so all of these are playing out we can see a big volcano that has erupted in the past week and it made national headlines and it will be a blot on the state of 
yeah uh, i've been like listening to this uh, speech all over and i've been reading about this also from the uh, time the issue started and when i researched what i could found find in the internet was that the even when we are seeing a lot of new companies growing in kerala we see that most of them are either like client based services companies or it companies so the main reason for those kind of particular companies creeping up in uh, kerala is that those are not labor intensive since the communist party has been like from the formation of kerala or even before that has been uh, oriented to uh, uplifting the living situation of laborers or uh, other struggling phase and also it will create a bad impression regarding kerala's image as a business friendly state struggling uh, sections of the society there is a common notion or the belief in people that uh, or among the communist people in kerala that uh, if we uh, like do uh, steps in in uh, which like like completely uh, improve improve the living condition then the whole idea of communism is lost so that is why that is the main reason why labor and these trade unions and uh, stuff like that will only uh, have a negative impact on all those production based uh, companies which uh, at least want to invest in kerala because here uh, laborers or uh, people working on uh, such uh, like such sectors are paid much higher compared to any other state so when investing in kerala uh, such investors will have to take care to, to understand that they have to pay more but when in such a situation in, in order to welcome them to kerala there should be a situation where uh, the investment is uh, welcomed or uh, the government itself uh, itself want to uh, improve uh, the production units since the make india thing started in india many states like telangana karnataka up gujarat are all received too much of foreign direct investment fdi uh, whereas kerala i think it's still like in the 20s or something when we take all the union territories and states combined uh, in terms of foreign direct investment even though there are a lot of people uh, from kerala working abroad uh, being entrepreneurs abroad uh, having clients abroad there are no steps have been really taken by the government uh, really to bring such or uh, introduce such a network of the businessmen from kerala that they have outside to welcome them to kerala so only these it and uh, client based services have been growing in kerala because they are not labor intensive or they do not have such interferences with uh, direct uh, communication or direct involvement with the government but when there are labor intensive uh, like plants or uh, companies coming into kerala there is a problem of the very high wage of the laborers and the union even the situation in kerala is that even the smallest representative in the hierarchy can uh, uh, have a very much negative impact on the functioning of a company by creating a large they will organize themselves within the company and then start demanding higher wages or lesser work hours and then go on strike that is what has been happening in kerala since only in, in 1990 the techno park if not the techno park had come in 1990 i don't think uh, there be any such kind of too many like number of industry that we have in kerala it would never have been the same it will be like 1/4 or 1 t- even 1/10th of what we have so since uh, like the nayanar government then had a visionary plan to uh, make india's first techno park in kerala that was a uh, huge step in the development of kerala but since then all the changing governments 
regardless of the political party have failed to welcome industries to kerala so that's what i have to say i would like to just uh, add on to what arthika uh, recently pointed out he made a valid statement a few valid statements i would say and with the recently said uh, thing regarding the techno park establishment of techno park it was because of the political will of uh, i would just like to add on to what abhishek had said right now uh yeah you know, when a company actually decides to move out of kerala be it kitex to talk in particular its share prices just go up by 20 points per day so that's the kind of state that we are in when we talk about ease of doing business in kerala and um, i just uh, remember reading uh, somewhere where uh, the director sabu m jacob the uh, kitex group managing director uh said something like uh, um he had uh, decided to invest in states other than kerala and um, as a result of that the company stock prices have soared of about around 50% or something so they do see that kind of a gain and uh, yeah just like uh, jaram and everyone pointed out so that's there so when we talk about the ease of doing business in kerala there is this clear statistics that we have in front of us uh, and um, uh, yeah there was this one more thing that he pointed out uh, it's it's not a new case um, it, it's been there for years every time a government changes they do have all these raids and these kinds of problems so these existed and uh, once it was really about the trade unions and that was the main kind of problem that they had but now it's not just about the trade unions that uh, they have as a problem uh, especially uh, yeah i think yeah karthik mentioned about it uh, along with that they do have a pressure from the bureaucracy as well which didn't really exist always um, a few years back be it 1970s or 80s it was the there was this kind of um, you know uprising and that kind of strikes and so on which was emerging really strong um, with a uh, mainly the cpm party or whatever it is so the trade unions were really strong now adding on to that they have this bureaucratic pressure and uh, yeah that's that's kind of a main problem as well the bureaucratic pressure has been increasing continuously in the state okay thank you for the correction abhishek so i i meant the startup ranking as such and also regarding the previous statement um, fatima you correctly mentioned out how late kr gauriyamma that it was established here in trivandrum there were a lot of opposition uh, rising from different corners and she said that nothing doing we going to establish this come what may and that was because we have it here now and as kartik rightly pointed out the that that was the point that i made in my introductory remark that the startup atmosphere or the private sector atmosphere in kerala is better when we compare it to the industrialist atmosphere but i do have my fears that if uh, if byjuice which is a company which is a startup company uh, founded by a malayali kannur based person byju ravindran if byjuice had decided to you know have the roots in kerala under kerala startup mission would that would it be possible for them to scale up in a manner as they had scaled now they are, they are based in bangalore and we all know that bangalore is the it hub of india so in that perspective also when we when we examine the atmosphere of doing business and that too in the private sector 
it comes under question and it comes under scrutiny and also uh, to add adding on as my last point uh, uh, this time with uh, jairam uh, when you started you said that the ease of doing business ranking is better in kerala i guess you got it mispronounced or mistaken with the startup rankings in the in the case of startup rankings we are ranking number 1 in the in the country because of kerala startup mission but in the ease of doing business we are going down year by year the the recent rankings hasn't been released by the niti aayog but the last year's ranking according to the last year's ranking in comparing with the comparing it with the previous years we are going down year by year and still i'm astonished flabbergasted to see our honorable chief minister saying that kerala is uh, an investor friendly state i don't know on what basis he says that i also believe that it might be due to the flouting laws by different industries as such i'm not against industries flouting laws uh, laws as such but i think there should be a proper procedure or a recorded way of doing it rather than making a big issue out of it and also the worst thing to happen is that whenever there's some uh, issue especially a legal issue with any company or any particular situation kerala it will drive a lot of public anger against that particular company or that particular person which actually makes the situation quite worse and also adding to the points as such i think um, most of the kerala based companies or small small businesses or small startups these are mostly started by malayali sasaj mainly due to the reason that they have affinity towards their home state rather than uh, choosing some other place and it's not because uh, doing business in kerala is quite easy that they are continuing to stay here or they started business here it's because of their love towards the state as such. so that's also an important point that's also one of the reason why we don't see companies from other states directly coming into kerala just to invest here other than it of course so, so what i'd say on this topic is that otherwise uh, as possible people said that it companies are best place in kerala but even if we look at something like technopark it is not as developed as it company it parks in uh, places like hyderabad and uh, what do you say bangalore etc and it is not a uh, an issue of uh, not having talent because most of the people from kerala uh, i mean the it graduates they go to places like hyderabad and bangalore for jobs so if the government the government should also not just uh, labor intensive jobs like uh, what kitex has uh, also the it parks which are already there they should be definitely improved that's what i have to say otherwise uh, the ease of doing business in kerala is just going to decrease further and further and uh, it has to be improved i think they are taking steps nowadays with startup village and other stuff like that but it has to be improved further to compete with the other parks and in this like uh, there's a ease of doing business is much more uh, easier here because like in the rankings that was come up in 2021 uh, state has been ranked eighth and the issue with the kitex is most probably the political side because like uh, the party that was contained that the 2020 part which was sponsored by the kitex um, they have clearly lost lok sabha elections they they hope to get at least one seat and i think that's something that made the kitex to get out from here itself and also like uh, in the panchayats itself if uh, my friend is residing in it so i just known that like uh, in a particular ward the representative from the 2020 didn't win 
and the and the members of that ward was just cutted off from the one card list which was provided by the text till that time so it's more of like if you support us then we will support you otherwise we won't do it so it's like changing the things into some kind of monarchy or something so they were not able to completely do it with the help of the lok sabha elections and stuff and of course there are much more political reasons other than that the business starting the, there are many initiatives taken by the government itself for the startup as now as the startup village stuff is coming up so and also the entrepreneurs are really much appreciating the government for the steps they have taken so there's lots and lots of stuff going on and we can't just tell that kerala is not good for uh, startups or any companies by just the action of one or two companies yeah that's it again uh, i feel that we have another person who have misinterpreted the rankings with regard to the ease of doing business in some other like how it happened to jairam hemant i believe that kerala isn't ranked 8 in the ease of doing business if you could kindly uh, recheck it it would be better because uh, to my knowledge kerala is doing in a really worse condition with respect to that rankings and uh, as some people have pointed out here with respect to the startup village startup ecosystem in our in our state and hemant had recently spoken about the you know the uh, uh, the good opinion that the entrepreneurs have about the things that the government is doing i don't really feel so because uh, being uh, be a, i had been a participant of a meeting uh, chaired by the honorable chief minister uh, during the last tenure uh, when we when he met with a few entrepreneurs from the state and i had the privilege of being in that meeting so what i heard from the other entrepreneurs and they are really established people really really established people who have uh, companies and startups with millions of uh, turnovers so they were complaining about the startup mission about the startup uh, ecosystem here and they were suggesting many things what what their primary concern was that we all have a top to bottom approach the government doesn't know what is happening at the at the ground level they simply allocate funds they Uh, they announce in budget that we've uh, allocated this much amount for development of uh, startup ecosystem for creation of jobs for uh, for uplifting the startup mission for uplifting the startup village but they they, they don't recognize what is happening at the root at the ground level so that is one serious issue that our state is facing with re- respect to uh, the startup ecosystem not only our state but the whole country as such and when we compare it with other states as uh, i guess noel and uh, someone else also had pointed out with respect to karnataka telangana hyderabad I mean, those other states gujarat up etc we do complain about the northern states with respect to their political ideology with respect to their literacy levels etc etc but one fact that again took me by surprise was that up is ranked second in ease of doing business according to the latest rankings by niti aayog up is ranked second and they have improved 2018 their ranking was uh, was somewhere 17 or some somewhere around that and they have improved so much to come to position number 2 within a year the same was the case with himachal pradesh and andhra pradesh was there at the top for quite a long period of time because they are you know we we know how how andhra uh, as uh, jaram said pampers industrialists i believe that that is required 
that should be done by a state government so political ideology shouldn't be something which you have to mix and match with with this because it is all about job creation the government said in its budget as well as in its uh, political you know that uh, the uh, the manifesto that it would create 4 lakh jobs with the next 4 lakh or 40 lakh jobs with the next 5 years when industries are going out of kerala how is the government actually trying to create jobs from where do they create it so i would like to uh, it would be I, i guess the conversation would be more interesting if other people could also join us with respect to all these points that we've discussed here last day on reddit um i apparently happen to listen to a conversation that um user fali uh, had with the, in the news channel right so he was saying that in kerala there is we do have a limitation of um manufacturing industries coming here right because our area is very less and regardless of whichever place that we look at um there's going to be um big population over there there will be a lot of people living there so we can't set up um highly water intensive or highly polluting industries in kerala so uh, to be fair with the number of manufacturing industries that are here but just like what abhishek said you know uh, i do believe that there is an absence of you know what do you say a free market principle in the state right i think the government has a certain tendency or government backed organizations like the trade unions and stuff they have a certain tendency to always put hands into business right um in my opinion the only people who should have an opinion in which the way the business is run is those people who invest in it and those people who work over there right so i'll just say a couple of remarks against um some of you have mentioned so i'm not speaking against you or anything just saying because i just remembered it whenever you said those points as the first one is like whatever noel has said how kerala's it parks are quite underfunded or underdeveloped compared to those in bangalore chennai hyderabad etc it also signifies how we haven't invested much into that sector as such and so also we can see how un- uh, underpaid the employees of it sector in kerala are the average salary compared compared to that with it employees who are working bangalore or chennai or hyderabad i think that's an important point and also we can see there are so lack of jobs in certain sector assets even if we take it sector assets limit there is limitation for number of roles or roles which you can perform in kerala and we get more opportunities as such in other states and other cities and also we can also conclude that the education system in kerala especially the higher education the college level education is on a decline especially due to the mismanagement at the university level and there is a significant drop in placement then external job opportunities as such and that's why they are migrating to other states because these opportunities aren't available in our states as such so it's really good for them to go into cities like bangalore especially which is quite close to kerala even for education which 
used to be one of Kerala's biggest highlights as such. And also coming to Navin's point regarding how Kerala as such is a small state, quite thickly populated, has a high density as such. And also how manufacturing may not be possible in a state like ours. So I think that's true. And up to an extent, you can see a lot of companies refusing to come to Kerala just because of that reason. But even if there are some industries who would like to come in, come into Kerala and manufacture, say like there used to be Coca-Cola, which used uh, which had in, uh, inter- some interest in starting a business in Palakkad or somewhere like that, they were driven out of the state. And also we can see Kitex, who has been here for years, contributing a lot to Kerala, especially in the Arnakulam region where you have a lot of industries in the coastal areas close to the Cochin port. Much of these industries are either getting closed down or these are moving out of the Kerala. Why is this happening? Although we have less area, the existing industry should be satisfied with the situation as such, but even these are moving out. That means there is certain thing or there is something wrong with the system as such. And also I agree that we should diversify our industries mainly out of manufacturing. We can have coir industry, can improve a lot on tourism. And also if a person wants to set up a shop or a start, even a startup, they should be allowed to get on board easily with minimal effort, just like how it happens in different states and especially how the state governments itself look into different aspects as such, invite different companies to invest here and take them on board along with them. And especially I think the government should take care of it, just like how we can see uh, in Telangana, they invited Kitex with a grand ceremony. They took uh, took Kitex CEO and different high-level employees to the site where they can actually build their future factory. Such a initiative should be there from the side of Kerala government. And Pindrai Vijin, the CM cannot act like I don't know what's happening at the ground level because it's handled by government officials, that means your system is incompetent and you should be doing something regarding that. So I think that's all. And I also should see this situation with the plight of different shopkeepers and shop owners who are protesting right now to open their shops. When bars can open, when school and college exams can happen right now, I don't know why shopkeepers and different shop owners, mall owners, those who run shopping complexes should keep their shop shut throughout the week. I think we should read everything in the same pattern and also we can see how Pinravijan reacted to the statements of the head of the shop, uh, shop union that please refrain from doing anything beyond a limit and we'll take certain action. I don't know is that the language that our CM should even say or even think about? He's openly threatening people or threatening businessmen. That's actually not the way in which he as a CM or as a leader of a state be doing. The thing is, most of the trade union leaders don't even work at the place, right? If there's one person who's working in that company, 
who takes leadership to you know speak about the problems that the workers over there have then that's reasonable right but then most often these trade union leaders will be people who will be getting money through other sources and they'll just be interested in you know um, showing that they're powerful right so if you have had conversations with people running startups and businesses um their basic opinion is they don't want to be bothered by politicians all right in their eyes politicians are people with agendas or trying to get vote while these are people who have invested every single penny they have in their savings to make sure that the business runs so the thing is in our state we have had a history where industrialists have set up factories and their industries over here and have had issues with trade unions right so if i am someone who is going to invest in the state the question is would i be willing to take that risk of something like that possibly happening to my dream project or would i go to a place like andhra or karnataka where i have a relatively higher chance of setting up my business without much issue right so um, that's what i think is happening in us oh yes jaram i have something to add uh, since the time this make in india initiative was uh, brought in by the central government we have seen that many states like gujarat up tamil nadu telangana karnataka all have received like uh, very big projects from very dif- different like multi like mil- billion dollar or such huge turnover companies and the most recent one which i saw is that uh, telangana has like the ola electric scooter is setting up a plant in around 500 acres in tamil nadu and uh, the, uh, the chairman of the group claims that once it becomes fully functional it will be the largest like electric scooter production unit in the world so when a neighboring state of kerala like tamil nadu uh, can uh, achieve something like that even something as half of that could be achieved by kerala because when we compare the land area kerala is smaller than tamil nadu but still comparing the uh, amount of the uh, comparing the literacy that we have here and uh, uh, taking into account the amount of graduates in different uh, sectors like engineering and other uh, fields uh, that are coming out of kerala we should be able to produce more jobs for those people in kerala itself and as jaram said earlier the shop owners the small businessmen the shopping complex owners all these are people which whom uh, if we can provide uh, there's a bias uh, when it comes to labor rights with the media and it, it kind of kind of adversely affects the certain business in kerala because uh, if you look at uh, certain plywood factories and rice mills uh, in that teripavur belt you'll find that uh, the employees guest employees uh, were there their, their employment conditions are abysmal uh, pollution norms are but uh, there is seldom any talk about this in media or a, any action from the government so it kind of boils down to who your friends with As earlier abhishek uh, told that there is a need of pampering more 
uh, industries so that they can thrive in kerala and also generate jobs for people in kerala so that is something that the government should urgently address uh, in the state uh, rather than like in it parks have been doing well in the state even though there is a lack of funding has been uh, mentioned earlier uh, it is it has been doing well and that even the, though there is still scope for improvement it is almost good in kerala but we need to uh, bring in some more improvements in all the other sectors where we are lacking in the production industry as jaram said we can improve much better in the weaving the jute uh, the cotton industries the rubber uh, so these are areas where we can still improve and uh, the common notion among the communists or the left aligned people that um uh, supporting or encouraging more industrialists would uh, bring down the spirit of communism should be uh, it should go down or it should be removed from the minds of the people so if, if that's the ideology that is in the minds of people then there is no way the state is going to develop so the main aim of any government meet any party should be able to uh, like that it should be able to support or improve the quality of life of each and every person in the state uh, even though it is uh, not achievable in like in a, uh, in one year or a decade uh, slowly everything be, uh, will be uh, good again if we can like invite more investments like uh, whether it be industries from india or investors within india or foreign investment uh, a lot of work has to be done from the part of the government Uh, if the state is to be is to progress in the near future thank you jaram this was a wonderful session i really liked uh, there were a lot of information shared in the stage so looking forward to future meetings like this and your articles uh, in uh, in this environment in, in kerala's business environment so we uh, we might boast that we have a free and fair system because uh, so far a uh, high literacy rate uh, low tolerance of corruption uh, but still we find that uh, the state which is kind of uh, described as anti capitalist is itself a victim of chronic capitalism visibly so uh, only if they are provided necessary situations to develop and uh, thrive they will be able to grow into further bigger businesses and then they can they will be in a position to provide more jobs so what the situation that we are seeing in kerala now is that even the existing businesses uh, the investors like the kitex group are moving out of the state and kandam kulathi is another one they are also planning to invest more in some other states i uh, seen in a uh, news panel discussion so when uh, the biggest investors in kerala are moving out that doesn't give a uh, good impression about the businessman even when a group like kitex that is the second largest manufacturer of kids apparel which is not a very small feat that a company from kerala can achieve so when we are thinking about such a big firm moving out of kerala and uh, the chairman even saying that he is not ready to invest anything more and he uh, in kerala so that is a matter of concern we have to take it very seriously and as jaram said it is not the uh, way in which a cm should react to such a situation by threatening the uh, traders and the shopkeepers union by like threatening them to, that the government will take actions in if they plan to move ahead they also uh, have the basic right to earn their living in the state so what we are now seeing is that the uh, government is only promoting the uh, 
beverages corporation because that is their largest contributor to the state's income and if such uh, and we, we can see there are large crowds so the way in which the government manages the covid situation citing uh, such uh, controlling the pandemic is not uh, it is a mismatch in these different sectors when they are opening the beverages and large crowds so people are like standing in front of front to buy uh, liquor and other and other beverages from these shops where people cannot even uh, start or run their shops which earlier used to support other business or even uh, uh, support basic necessities so the we have to take this matter into uh, serious consideration or else the government of kerala or the kerala state as a whole is going into a very uh, threatening or a very frightening state in terms of business and investments do their business in a free manner without interfering in their in their functioning hello guys good evening uh, my name is abhinay agino and uh, i mean a network marketer at the same time i am a digital marketer as well and uh, i help or related thing to generally and uh, my passion is to help mad people who are like me and also the people uh, who are stuck with their jobs and they want to do something on their own uh, by following their passion uh, for the reason i started my own blog and also uh, when it comes to the uh, current topic of the day is of doing business in kerala for that matter i can say anywhere like right now we are in a digital era and like if you think before 10 years or before 20 years you can say i don't have resources but right now resources are everywhere uh, if you want something very badly you can get anything for free from online i see uh, i'm seeing a couple of people one guy uh, his name is vartan he is just 30 years old and he is doing pretty good in digital marketing field he is running his own blog and he is adding very good content and he is a very good reader and he is doing something which we can't even imagine doing when we were uh, when we were starting at point you can understand it that guy is doing that much we can also do uh, and when it comes to doing that only thing you need to take Of so I don't think communist party in Kerala is as such communist. Uh, it's just a name. It's just like any other party. Uh, what we need is uh, the law reforms so that this kind of favoritism cannot be done. For example, uh, in terms of land, many states have. Like Karnataka recently has abolished the, uh, the 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 laws which pertain to farmland. Like uh, currently, if you know that if you buy a land in Kerala, and it's classified as farmland, you cannot construct buildings or uh, construct infrastructure without converting that to. Like what is going to be good? Because uh, if you want to start now, and if you want to if you start under Microsoft. it wouldn't it wouldn't sustain in the market then the journey will be very smooth for you uh, this is the only thing that i want to share and also it is too generic you might already know but these are the points that i want to share that's it and thank you for the opportunity to speak to the people
Is it? It's been a while. So, just brief me what what has transpired. What are the points that people have come to agreement on? Yeah, we discussed a lot regarding different case studies, different scenarios, examples. So, I think we have pretty much concluded, or we have come to a conclusion that it's bad environment to do business in Kerala, and for various reasons, have substantiated their own points as such. and hopefully this will be a concluding remark so joel i think you can say your concluding remark can summarize your own previous points or you can say something new sure sir yeah. i mean sounds like i don't take over the spotlight you guys did a lot of hard work in coming to a very uh, uh, disappointing conclusion for kenna but yeah, i think it was good like uh, this was your intention right jira you wanted to question about uh, this topic like are you satisfied as a moderator or do you feel there's some scope for improvement from your future participants well, i think a lot of people spoke really well and we had some people who couldn't speak due to multiple reason i think it's fine for them or they may speak in future but i think a lot of people have done really good research even better research than myself we have discussed a lot and there is a lot to talk about lot to agree and disagree upon you can speak whatever you want especially a platform like this you can freely criticize or even point out something you can suggest and also uh, just like i have said before we did not only make conclusive remark regarding the topic as such we also gave few suggestions to the government as such so it was not a blind criticism of any particular person or any particular government asset they have given a lot of constructive remarks and we hope there will be a positive outcome regarding the remarks and suggestions asset because our aim is not to defame or criticize someone but for them to improve asset because it also affects us we are also people of the state we also rightly believe that kerala is also our home so we want our state to improve and that's why we are saying this and not to criticize the political party right right the government or or the state as such so we are converting that to uh, we have to convert it from farmland so uh, the, these kinds of laws still exist in kerala uh, when the decision was taken to hand it over to the adani group for handling it there was a huge row was a huge uh, you know rockers uh, created saying that adani or the there is chronic capitalism in the country they have no experience in managing airports and they were the state government was moving against it so vehemently that they have filed a petition in the in the courts as well so such activities when the state government is in the forefront with their mere petty political ideology as uh, navneet also had pointed out that they are trying to you know uh, discard the growth of the state because of their age old ideologies and now we have seen that the adani group is going to take over the tiruvanthapuram airport by the month of october november i believe and now they have become the largest uh, recently they have taken over the the uh, mumbai international airport the chatrapati shivaji terminal as well and now they have become the largest in the country the largest private firm dealing i mean maintaining airports 
so such developments including private players including private players including privatization is really key when we have uh, when we are focusing on a world of lpg the government is saying that no we can't uh, we can't encourage privatization we can't encourage private players to to enter into our arena as we are controlling it as somebody else had pointed uh, had made this point earlier that the government really wants to take control of the industry wants to take control of the of every sector that they can have in their you know their hands that is a uh, that is a um, uh, really bad and arrogant trusting nauseating audacity from the part of the state government if that that could change i believe that something could uh, you know some some developments could happen in kerala and i was uh, happy to see that nissan and all were coming to uh, were coming to kerala uh, starting their campuses here tcs is going to start a new campus in uh, techno city those are really good we need more as uh, somebody else said we don't see our it parks being developed as so much it is uh, in hyderabad or in bangalore and we see our youth flooding to bangalore and hyderabad my question is will our youth flood to other cities other states other countries if they have opportunities in their own state i don't think so i don't think so that they would go to other state or other country if they have it in their own state in their own hometown so we lack here and we complain about others and we don't want to bring them over here that is the attitude of of the people of kerala though we uh, we arrogantly with pride say that we have 100% literacy literacy is something which should be kept aside from uh, from i guess from wisdom wisdom is something that our kerala people i mean a portion of our of our population really lack so i would like to end uh, with that thank you to conclude what i just said uh, i think we as a state we need to change our perspective towards businesses right when we see a business we shouldn't picture a group of rich people trying to make profit out of their effort rather we should see it as an opportunity where we can send um our next generation so that they can get jobs and you know so that they can prosper i think we have to change our perspective in that sense other than that um i think we we should as government i think it's good i look forward i'm guessing you took notes jeram and you have the summary of the discussion i'm looking forward to your standard quality article as always and uh, i'm surprised ranjit came only now i thought you join an hour ago man so um the stage is yours i'll i'll let you take it over thank thank you so i just wanted to add on some point i don't know whether this was said earlier uh, it's about the media or even a bill being presented uh, by when the opposition thank you so much for your insight so i think you have said a lot especially regarding the hypocrisy of our Malayalis, the media as well as the political parties where we bring lot of cheap labor from outside and make them to work for a lower rate than the prescribed daily wage as such and also how employees are exploited especially by different small and medium industries as such and also what all 
legal reforms we need to bring in the state as such. So, Karthik, do you have anything to say before we wind up the session? I hope this was indeed a great session and all the speakers as such enjoyed talking with each other, agreeing and disagreeing with each other as well as learning a lot from such sessions. Coming to the summary of the session, I have discussed a lot of case studies, different examples, different scenarios as such regarding the businesses in Kerala, how are they doing and how to improve them as such. It can be through reforms, it can be through government support and it can also be through how we as a society as such improve ourselves, reform ourselves and allow more entrepreneurs amongst us and also allow different people to freely do business. I think we have criticized the government, we have criticized different political parties, different labor unions, but all these are for improving us and situation in the state as such and we are not here to spread any propaganda or attack someone just for the sake of attacking for the benefit of our state, its people and also for a better future. I hope all the suggestions will be taken into consideration for future for improving ease of doing business ranking of Kerala as such. Thank you so much to everyone who has taken part in the discussion and who have continued to stay on till the end as check out our articles in the past. Thank you both of you for the wonderful discussion we had. I am sure that the audience would have loved it. Please do leave your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. I will be adding their social media handles in the description. Also, please do check out our previous podcast episodes on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Don't forget us to follow us there. Do follow us on our social media handles especially the telegram channel to stay updated. Also do check out our articles on Medium and Blogspot which will really be helpful and informative to all of you as well. Thank you all once again.